name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about the anxious, preoccupied attachment style becoming secure. So I wanted to do a little series about this because I get a lot of questions and because we've been so lucky and it's so exciting to just see so much transformation of people in PDS and hopefully lots of people on this channel as well who are getting the opportunity to heal and grow. And, you know, what I've seen over and over again is people kind of like questioning what happens when they become secure. Like, hey, I'm feeling different. I had this wonderful um, woman in a webinar be like, I communicated my feelings. This is like a week ago. I communicated my feelings recently and I felt differently. And like, am I supposed to feel like that? And I see a lot of like, as we go through change, sometimes we can get confused and be like, okay, I can't believe this is working. Like what's happening. So I wanted to share with you some of the major stages I see as people become secure. So you can sort of see where you're at and hopefully also like put pieces together and be like, oh, that's totally happening to me right now. And then be able to recognize like where you're at in general. And also the, the things to be patient with, because healing is not always really simple and really easy, just like going on a health journey and changing your health and suddenly exercising or, or, you know, whatever big changes somebody might make can, can be challenging at first, right? Anything that requires a lot of growth often requires a good bit of challenge. So, you know, just knowing what's happening here and what to be prepared for and sort of seeing where you're at and some helpful reminders along the way. So as the AP, um, the first stage that I see here that can be really challenging and the first stage is sort of challenging for anybody. It's our feeling the feeling stage. <laughs> it's like the, all the things I wasn't paying attention to where we're repressed or I was ignoring, or I was just getting so busy, like diving into, you know, life and distractions and coping mechanisms and all of life with, you know, maybe I was like just trying to never spend time alone, or maybe I was just trying to drink wine every night when I get home, or maybe I was just trying to, you know, watch tons of television and always go on social media and not be present with myself. It's like, now we kind of shift the dial and we get into a place where we actually start really feeling what's going on inside of us. And this is important work. Like this isn't something that can really be avoided. And I find honestly, that when we don't do this work, when we don't pay attention to our feelings, we don't realize that our emotions and the purpose of our emotions is literally to give us feedback and to tell us when something's out of alignment. So we can like recognize it and shift and heal and change and transform. Um, and see what the feedback's about, right? Extract the golden nuggets from the experience. When we don't do that work, our feelings will get louder and louder. And if we're still trying to repress our feelings, our coping mechanisms will get stronger and stronger. And, you know, we'll go further and further down the rabbit hole of often what are unhealthy coping mechanisms that we may have picked up in childhood or somewhere along the lines in our adult lives. So when we feel our feelings, yes, it's sort of like, I almost think of the analogy of like, if you've ever been, I'm from Canada originally, as most of you guys know. And like, if you've ever been out in the cold and your fingers are numb and then you come back inside and the, they kind of burn when they dethaw a little bit, like they, it doesn't feel that good, but like they're getting warmer and you know, it's a good thing. I almost think of that. It's sort of like you, you come back in, you're feeling your feelings. It's not the most comfortable thing, but you're starting to put pieces together. You're starting to realize why your behaviors are the behaviors that they are, why you have certain feelings that are showing up for you and what the feedback is that they're giving to you of what you can do about it. And you start really like getting present and recognizing some of the patterns you went through maybe in the past. And there's an acknowledgement of self. And as I said, in the fearful avoidant version of this video, it's like, 
you know, that's a, that is an act of unconditional love to be with ourselves, to get present with ourselves. We are loving ourselves and being present with ourselves without condition, right? As uncomfortable as it might feel, I'm not just being with myself when I'm having a good day. I'm able to be with myself when today's not the best time. You know, I just said the worst thing at work in the presentation and it didn't make any sense. And I could just judge myself, but I'm just going to be with myself instead and be with my humanness and just recognize I'm a person, right? So whatever it might be, maybe you said something embarrassing in a relationship or said something embarrassing at the workplace or whatever it is. It's like, I'm going to be with myself unconditionally. I'm just going to show up, feel my feelings, give that to myself. So that's number one, number two stage. Okay. So, and that stage goes on for a little bit too, by the way, like we'll have really good, like aha moments and breakthroughs in that stage. As we start to realize there's tools and this is why I am the way I am. It can be really like enlightening, but also it can be like, ouch, you know, I'm recognizing that I had this painful pattern that I experienced as a kid and I'm acknowledging it. Um, so that's huge. Then number two, we have this component of where we slowly put puzzle pieces together and we start having more and more like aha moments and breakthroughs and clarity, but sometimes there can be confusion in this stage and that's normal. You know, I, I always think of like when we start learning, you know, a, a new language, it's like you have all this stuff. And sometimes you put like words together and small strings of sentences together and then eventually full sentences and then more and more comes to life and it starts getting clearer and more obvious. And the same thing with when you're like building out a puzzle, it has the same sort of impact. And this is stage two. It's like, we're going to sometimes be confused about which puzzle piece comes next because there's many pieces in the puzzle. But as we get more and more puzzle pieces together, it's just like, oh, this goes here and this goes here. And we start really like building out that momentum. And that's really stage two. And stage three is like probably the most exciting stage. I guess technically stage four would be for people. I like stage three. I like the, the transformation stage is what I'm going to call it. And and this is the stage where we start really seeing the difference. It's like, oh my gosh, I can use this tool in real time. I can, and for an anxious preoccupied person, the transformation stage really involves feeling things like, um, like being able to self-soothe in real time, being able to like recognize when anxious feelings come up and actually work through them in the relationship to yourself and feel equilibrated, being able to be in a position where you can like set a boundary or say no, or know that you're about to people please on something in a way that abandons yourself and be like, mm -mm, and change the pattern and get into a position where you're not feeling so anxious and triggered. And I've had so many people say to me, like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? Like, how come I don't feel anxious and triggered? Like, like what's going on? And, and almost feeling confused. Like, it, am I just not interested in somebody? Like what's happening? And it's not that it's that we just get out of codependency. So much of, so, so much of like being an insecure attachment cells, there can be a lot of confusion about the difference between being in love or being in infatuation versus your attachment style being activated. And when our attachment style is not activated, yes, we have less of these like high highs, um, but we have like a greater sense of well-being in our life and in our relationships. And that really over time outweighs and overpowers any high, high of infatuation because you feel like, like just a really good feeling of like love and connection and like being in alignment and, and focus and open-heartedness and presence and just all these really great things that in my opinion, um, as somebody who's been really insecurely attached and now securely attached, I, I way prefer just the, this very strong well-being feeling, um, of, of coming into a relationship with love and trust and connection rather than those like high highs, roller coaster stuff. Well, I was fearful avoided. Um, so it's a little more roller coastery than anxious preoccupied, but still poor anxious preoccupied individuals can feel so much anxiety and so much uncertainty 
uncertainty and all these different things. And you'll start to feel like I know how to take care of that for myself. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't get that from relationships too. I actually get it and it actually lands and, um, you'll feel in the stage too, like you can communicate your needs more and you can show up for your needs more and all these different things, by the way, too, I said this in the other videos, but like, if you want to come in and check out, if you haven't yet, and you want to come in and check out our courses, you can check out all the AP reprogramming courses for free for seven days. Um, you can click the link below and get access to our all access membership pass. And it will literally give you all the tools, all the things you need. And you can like trial run it. So you can actually get some of this stuff done and do the work and, and see the changes anyways. So in stage three, we also see like our triggers become, um, you know, like more obvious to us. We see things happening in real time. There's more space around our emotional reactions. We start developing more of a feeling of self-control, not from a place of controlling ourselves, like better at repressing how we feel, but better actually at actually understanding how we feel and knowing what tools we need in real time to move through it in a healthy way. That is a way that shows up for us and helps reprogram some of these patterns. Um, and we'll also see for APs, they feel like more worthy. They feel less rejected. They feel more self-compassion. They feel less like it's me not being good enough and more like, oh, I see that this is that person and the struggle that they are going through um, or their unavailability in a situation. It doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. It means that they have wounds and they have those things showing up for them. And so this ability to like really take things less personally. And then in stage four, we see a lot of the solidification of this. And this is like, these things really um, grow roots. They really like, you know, we self-soothe in real time. We feel less anxious as a whole. It's not like we have to see that anxiety come up and we know what to do. It's like, it just stops coming up so often. Um, we feel more secure as a whole. We feel like it's easier to communicate our needs, easier to have boundaries, more clear about who we are and what we want, more easily involved in healthy interdependence where it's not like codependency and the self-abandonment of me to please you. It's like, Hey, I can have myself and a relationship to myself and my needs and share myself with you and get seen and heard and feel valued and worthy and all these great things, because I'm actually giving you the information that you need to make me feel like that. And I can have a relationship to you too, and also work to share those things with you so that you can feel loved and seen and connected and accepted and, you know, all these things together. So, um, these tend to be the four major stages and some of the different things I'll see for APs. I would also say like less guilt is a big one. Um, and not like chronically guilting yourself or anything for everything is a big thing for APs as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's so much more, but you can check this out. Hopefully for those of you guys who are in the school and going through this right now, we see a ton of people come in and go through these stages over and over again. So I figured I'd just make videos at this point, but, um, um, so people know where they're at, but, um, hopefully this makes sense. And if you have any other questions, let me know in the comments below. Um, or also you can check out the seven day free trial and, um, and do the work and, and, you know, see what comes of it for you and your journey. That's it for me today. Thank you for being here, for watching. Please like share and subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next video.